All right, everybody. Uh, today we have myself, Isaac, Sam, and Ben. Uh, Sox bounce back series, one, three out of four. Kind of a weird series. The games were really weird. The Angels, like, essentially kind of handed us three games there. We'll talk about it. Uh, not that the Sox didn't earn them, but just weird games, and the comeback fell short today with the rain delay. Uh, somebody somebody, give me your uh, takeaway from the series. This team's going to play to the competition. They are going to beat teams they're better than, and they're going to lose teams, and they're going to lose to teams that are better than them. Obviously, the Pirates series was an outlier. An outlier, but who knows? The Pirates might be good. Like, it's early in the season. They're nine and seven. Like, they might be good. The Red Sox as a team are good enough to beat most teams, but they're not good enough to beat the best teams. And in the AL East, not going to get it done. But you know what? I'll, I'll be happy about this. Well, series. and Sam, doesn't it kind of just feel like, like with your point there, doesn't it kind of just feel like the makings of an 81-win team? Like, they're good enough to split the series and go two out of three and then one out of three and two out of three. They're just kind of good enough to be mediocre, but they're not outstanding enough to, like, make a run. Yeah. That's that's my takeaway from so far. Yeah. It just seems, they're what, they're eight and nine, and it just kind of feels like an eight and nine team to me. Yeah, it's fine. Like, I just want them to be able to go out there and got got to win a couple games against Minnesota. Got to take two out of three. Then you go to Milwaukee. Hopefully, and you they're avoid... they're hot, right? I mean, yeah, Milwaukee's pretty good. Hopefully, you avoid some of their best pitchers. I don't know what the I think pitch... we're facing Burns, right? Woodruff is injured. Okay, so yeah, Woodruff's hurt. Well, we won't face him. Are we facing Peralta? I know. I know we're facing yes, we Wade Miley. That's all I know. I think we're facing Miley Peralta and Burns. Ah, and then we yes. get then we get Baltimore and Cleveland and after that. Minnes- and we get three of Minnesota's four best pitchers. So we're well, going hey, up against some really good righties. Okay, but at least we get righties. Like we can actually see our lefties be comfortable in the box for once. Like I think although Gray and Ryan have both been good to start this year, I think it's going to be really refreshing to our left-handed batters. Yeah, I want to see if we could ask the Yankees if we could play Sunny Gray in Yankee Stadium. That'd be pretty good for us. Yeah, that that would be. Again, I I feel like this year though, we've been here. Let let me pull up the numbers. Just give me a sec. What are you looking for? Um, the Red Sox have actually been pretty solid against lefties. One hundred nine WRC plus. And against righties, 96 WRC plus. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I mean, I mean, part of that's got to be Duvall, right? Yeah. But overall, I think like this, like take out Duvall and what are you at there? I feel like those numbers kind of Duvall. I don't know how to do that. (laughs) Sorry. I probably could. It would just take forever. Well, no, I'm not telling you to do that. I'm just, uh, it's a rhetorical. It, like, if you take out Duvall from that, those lefty numbers are going to go yeah, way we, down. We, we need Duvall back at some point. Uh, but let's let's talk about, I mean, let, let's go you through each of these games. Yeah, let's start with game one. So, I, I kind of just want to start it off, and I'll, I'll give it to you guys. I mean, uh, thank you, Anthony Rendon. I, is that, that's my takeaway from that one? I mean, Devers homers again, takes the lead for home runs in the, I know Pete is ahead of him now, but 
I mean, other than that, I mean, thank you, Rafael Devers. For about 25 minutes, Devers led Major League Baseball in home runs alone. But, yeah, again, thank you, uh... Thank you, Anthony Rendon. And the only other thing I have from this game is Kike got two hits and has looked better. So, I mean, up to you, you can now. What, have, what did you guys see from uh, game one besides Anthony Rendon having money on the Red Sox? I thought Josh Winkowski was very good. Um, it was not his best performance, but he got a lot of ground balls and he's been getting a lot of ground balls. I think at this point, I can admit that he has been significantly better than I than I'd ever expected him to be yeah and I forgot to mention I should have started with this Kenley looked amazing we'll, yeah we'll that's my takeaway yeah, yeah I mean Kenley Jansen looks not only like one of the best one, one, one of the not only looks like a closer but he looks like one of the best closers in baseball that first cutter, the not wasn't the first pitch. I think it was the second pitch. It was a cutter that clipped the bottom, uh, part of the zone, bottom outside part of the zone to Trout. It was unhittable. It was a dot. I mean, I love that. Yeah, he's up three miles an hour. He's up to ninety five. The stuff is there. I mean, Kenley Jansen is pitching like prime Kenley Jansen right now. How old? Yeah, is he? he's like what thirty six, thirty seven, mid mid thirties. I think. I think and he's. he's I, I, I saw that. Isn't he 35? His fastball was up like to 95, 96. I'm like, he was throwing like 93 last year. I have no idea what happened. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he looks good to me. (laughs) No, he looks amazing. He looks like a legitimate top 10 closer. It's ridiculous. And isn't it so refreshing to have a closer? (laughs) Oh, my God, dude. Going into the eighth and ninth without having to have like the feeling of a stroke coming along is well, so okay. Nice. We'll we'll get into Saturday. Yeah, yeah, we did have that feeling. Sorry, but Sunday. <laughs> uh, me personally, I was comfortable because I trust my man Caleb stop it. to lock stop it, it down. Stop it. Stop. We'll get yeah, there. We'll get the nine hitting. We'll we'll get there. Let's let's stay on game one. <laughs> any any Isaac, what do you have from game one? Um, I like what I've been seeing from I like what I saw from Kike that game. He's not trying to pull the ball. He's working on this timing. Uh, going opposite field. Uh, Hauk's been our most consistent starter. Credit to him. He had that blunder in the first inning, but settled down with four innings and two runs. Right. Uh, our bullpen was fantastic. Winkowski, Shriver, Jansen, all did their jobs. And thank you, Anthony Rendon, once again. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Patrick Sandoval is pretty good. It, I was surprised that we got him out of the game. Like, I mean, he didn't deserve that. I mean, he, he looked pissed in the dugout. I mean, I know he's mad at Rendon for that. I mean, and not only were they errors, dude, they were lazy. He was just launching his sidearm over there with no care in the world. Yeah, I mean, Sandoval's really good, and we're lucky we only had to face him for three and two thirds. Yeah, yeah, I totally I think it's agree. Strange that we saw that from Rendon too, because Rendon's like when he was at the Nationals, he was like probably the best third baseman in baseball. I feel like Rendon is just checked out mentally. I mean, it could be wrong. I mean, but... why why would why wouldn't he be checked out mentally? This He's making like three hundred twenty five million. <laughs> yeah, if you yeah, go to the Angels and you're good, why do you he's care? He's got two hundred forty five million dollars to play for a team that's never going to make the playoffs. Like, yep. I mean, hey, I'm not blaming him. Listen again, thank you, Anthony Rendon. That that was the Anthony Rendon game. And the next game was the Yu Chang game. <laughs> I mean, I want to say start, that. I want to start by just saying this and they did it today too 
this baseball team has got to get better in the first inning with not falling down four to zero. It's happened so many times. They're the worst team in the first inning in terms of runs allowed. And they're just playing catch that, up every wait, night. You, it's wait, not sustainable. Is that, is that true? Like, did you see it that? It is stuff? true. Yes. I, I think I'll, I'll, it, it has to be true. It is true. We have an 11 ERA. Yeah. It's an 11 ERA. We are worse. We yeah, were the that, worst that, that sounds about right. And my point is that's not sustainable to win games. You cannot be down 3-0 before you have an at-bat. You take the fans out I of it. Think, vibes are down. We got to fix that. I don't think that's sustainable even throughout the season. I feel like that's going to regress towards the beam. There's no way we're going to go a whole 162 giving up 11 earned runs in the first inning. Like, yeah, we have for sure. For yeah, sure. I mean, it's just, they got to got um, yeah, cut that out now. I think it was a mistake. Um, I, I think it was probably a mistake leaving Pavetta in to face Trout, Otani, and Rendon a third time. Uh, I, I was actually chill with it at that time because we needed length. And if you go back and watch, like the Trout, Trout had a wall ball double, and like I'm pretty sure that's an out in like every other stadium. It, it's unfortunate, um, but. Thank you to the Angels for uh again being the Mets of the AL and uh having like nine catchers interferences to give us the win. <laughs> I mean that was ridiculous. I was, day. I was so confused because I, I couldn't catch it on the MLB TV because my thing was blacked out and I was just seeing catcher interference back to back to back. Yeah, game yeah. Day. I, I was mean, so confused. The Red Sox have one too. I've never seen anything like that. Like you might see once every one every like two months, but. Two in a game late in the game to give you the lead. I was I I don't can't remember who I was talking to about this, but if I'm a hitter in the major leagues, I'm gonna purposely force a catcher's interference once a week. There's no way the umpires will know it's on purpose. It's a great strategy. If it, if it happens once a week with you, they're gonna the, the league umpires office is gonna. I mean, out. eventually, but like the first three or four times, there's no way they're gonna be like, yeah, we gotta call the, eject this guy or something like. Yeah, there's, you could just. <laughs> but anyways, like, have you guys seen anything like that? No, <laughs> interference never. merchant. That's your entire. That's your entire batting. Your entire on base percentage <laughs> from catching Listen, hey, you'll, you gotta you'll, find you'll ways hit, to get on. You'll hit zero. You you'll get no hits. You'll have a two fifty on base percentage, and it'll come from catcher's interference. <laughs> but anyways, like, again. Not that the Sox didn't deserve to win this game, but the Angels they definitely helped out. And they didn't the U- deserve but to win. Listen, Yu Chang, an absolute bomb, an RBI, a leaping catch that no way Kike would have made. I mean, the Yu Chang game and the catcher's interference game. What a game. I mean, yep. realistically, we should have gotten swept. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, and, I actually thought that out. we deserved. I thought we deserved to win this game more than any other game. In yeah, Eddie evens out. Yeah. Um, I agree. Yeah, uh, anyways, that game, I think Ort, Orton Brazier pitched score the innings that one, right? And then Kenley closed it out, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So Ken, Orton, that Orton was the fifth. Yeah. And then Brazier pitched the eighth, I think. Yes. And then Kenley. He got them out on like five pit. What was what was the final pitch count? It was like five pitches. It was like six or seven. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was pitches, that was awesome. All of them were strikes. 
talk about like a stress-free ninth inning. <laughs> like Kenley was just like, I'm gonna throw it down the middle and you can't hit this. Yep. You, um, anything else from game two? No, we go on a Saturday though, and I mean Garrett Whitlock. What a Sunday, Sunday. Okay. I keep thinking today is <laughs> Yeah, today, I got you. The last game of a weekend series. Yeah, I got you. Whitlock was fantastic. Like fantastic. Everything that man, was working. I mean, my God, what a start. He channeled his inner Frenchie Cordero because that man came to play on Sunday. <laughs> he was so good. Yeah, like seven fantastic. innings, one run. And we had just talked about in the group chat, who, who is anybody ever going to pitch seven innings on this team? And, I mean, to all the people that think Whitlock can't start in this league, I mean, you got proved wrong. Like oh, that. yeah, we got to talk about that bet. Um, yeah, we got to talk about that. That's a big thing. I don't understand that. He's got a four-pitch mix. That He's not a reliever. I will say, I mean, he only struck out five. I, I thought the numbers would be higher there, but I can't complain. Like, that. what a great outing. So yeah, okay, Isaac, Isaac, we got to talk about that bet that we made. Yeah, bring it up. Yeah. <laughs> so Aiden said in the group chat, is there ever going to be a pitcher that goes into the seventh? And I'm like, yeah, it'll happen. And Isaac was like, it'll be sale. will do it. And I'm like, no, I think Pavetta is going to do it first. So we put $5 on it. The first pitcher to You can go. see how rich rich this podcast is. <laughs> the first <laughs> The first pitcher to finish seven innings between Sale and Pavetta. If it's Pavetta, I get five. If it's I if it's Sale, Isaac gets five. What a bet. Uh but I mean, anyways, on to the game. I mean the Turner Do we have like a, do we have like a document that. where do we have like a document where we're keeping track of all the bets? No, but I mean, no, I, I only have the home run. Yeah, I only have the home run predictions, but we should because we make bets like every three seconds on this podcast. We do. And uh, they never hit. They never hit. They never, ever hit. Sam, you got you picked up uh, one and a half points for Turner's first homer. It ended up being the game-winning homer. It was a two-run shot. That was nice to see him get one. I wanted to talk about him for a couple of minutes. He's been on fire, man. Like he remember when Duvall went out and we're saying, all right, we need Turner to step it up. He stepped it up. Love it. Oh, today, he, almost, man. he almost took one yard today. Yeah. Yeah. His he swing came up, he the, looks much better. So, I mean, that's a, that's one huge positive I take out of this series. I think the number one, I think I take three big things. It's Whitlock. What a start Turner. He looks much better. And Devers is a God. Yeah, I was gonna say Cutter Crawford is a starter. Yeah, that's true. I, no, I, I like. Well, I, I like. I like Cutter out of the bullpen. He can. Yeah, Cutter doesn't have a. He doesn't have a spot though in the rotation. He can start, but I like him better out of the bullpen. Remember less pressure. Remember how good, like we we hear all about how much Whitlock is great in the bullpen, how much the bullpen is, like how great, how much better the bullpen can be with Whitlock in it. Why can't Cutter Crawford simulate that? Why can't he go to Dude, a... him and Winkowski can both do that too. That's the good that's and the cool Hulk. thing. And Hauk. Yeah, but uh, Hauk yeah. needs to stay in the rotation. You I don't, you can't I disagree. I don't well, I don't can, disagree. Let me let work you move Hauk to the bullpen. You'd have three long relief righties. 
Okay, let me just explain my Hauk take to everybody. So, this, do I think Hauk would be a great reliever? Yes. If if the Red Sox were trying to win the World Series this year, I'd put Hauk in the bullpen. But they're not. So, we can't do this whole thing where every year we're going to experiment and not actually let our starters start. You're ruining an entire year of development if you're blocking Hauk by guys like Kluber and Paxton, who we don't owe anything to, and Sale. Like, you cannot block a guy's year of development because then you don't know what you're going to get at him for the next year. So leave Hauk in the rotation, decide whether he's a starter or not, and then next year you know where to put him. So I hate the idea of putting some old guy in the rotation and then saying, Hauk, go to the bullpen, we're wasting a year of you. So that's my problem with the Hauk thing. I just don't think he's a starter. I don't, I don't disagree with you. Start. I don't disagree with you. I don't either. I just don't right. think he's a starter. Yeah, and that's a that's starter. a fair that's a fair opinion, but can you make that like thing? Can you make that assumption right now, or can you give the kid some starts to see what happens? He's been our best starter. Let's see what he can do over a course of three, four months. That that's that's all I'm saying on how. I mean, he's never gotten really three, four straight months of starting pitching, you know? Because like, right? Yeah, and they they so like, that's what development get stretched is. Out as a starter, yeah, to get stretched out as a starter, be able to settle into a starting pitcher role. In like a span of a month is not really easy. So I guess it would be interesting to see how he does with three to four. Yeah, months and that's why rotation. that's why you either you either do a six man or you trade somebody because ruining the development of a starter so Corey Kluber can pitch for your baseball team or James Paxton can pitch for your baseball team in a hey, year hey, where hey. you're not going to win the World Series is a dumb move. You're ruining. You're not going to win. The, you're not going to win the World Series anyway with. What's with, with fucking um Corey Kluber and James? Paxton right. Yeah. Like, again, I mean, that's that's my whole point. So, can uh, we respect I, James Paxton in this house, please? That man is my. I mean, yeah, he pitcher. he has a high ceiling, but do you want him to block a young starter who could be good for five years when Paxton probably won't even be here next year? I don't think so. All right. Anyway, on we, to on to Caleb Bort and Ryan Brinker. Yeah, we need to, to give them their respect for this. I don't think either of them are good at baseball, but they both, but they showed up with balls of absolutely nothing. Can I can I give you a hot take about Ryan Brazier? Ryan Brazier since opening day has given up like one run. Like Ryan Brazier was not good last year. But he was also put in positions to not succeed. He was put in these roles because we were so thin. I'm not saying he's good, but maybe he's not as bad as we think he is. Yeah, he ha- his FIP isn't bad. He doesn't give up home runs. He'll, he'll give up contact, but it doesn't leave the park. Like, he's... Right. I, 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 I've, I've agreed that I don't think he's quite as bad as some people have made, it, made him out to be. But I don't think he has a spot on a major league roster as a 35-year-old who has a career four-and-a-half ER, who has like a four-and-a-half ERA. Yeah, but he has done his job since opening day, I will say. Sorry, that. who has a four four eight ERA since 2019. Like, I just don't see him as a fit. Yeah, like, I mean, he's, go, go he's to, fine go to for like now. The Dodgers and figure it out, but like he's fine for now since we like, have guys hurt. But yeah, yeah, he's personally fine for now. 
But once guys come back, you can DFA him and get similar production from guys in the minors. Right. Yeah, I agree. Personally, I've been giving I've been giving Caleb Orton his flowers since he's made it to this organization. You're so weird. You need to (laughs) he stinks. He listen, Caleb Orton. Caleb Bort has like the potential to be better than he is, but he's not that good. Better than he is, and by that you mean instead of a five ninety seven career ERA. <laughs> wait, okay, five ninety seven. Wait, before ERA. we before we go any further, let's talk about Ort's inning. So the man, <laughs> I don't think I've ever laughed harder watching a Red Sox game because I knew all we had is Ort and Brazier available, and I wasn't even stressed, dude. I just died laughing for two innings. It's so laughable that Brazier had to get Trout and Otani out to win a baseball game. So I'm just dying laughing. And it worked. And it worked. And then, the, the and then part is that when, it Orr, it when Orr picks off Brett Phillips at second, it's even funnier. I could, I laughed the whole commercial break because, one, if Orr doesn't pick that guy off, who knows what happens? He did not have any command. And what's even funnier is, like, God loves Brett Phillips here. But, I mean, come on, dude. You're a pinch runner, and you're going to get... Th- Picked off in that situation. What an idiot. So I'm just dying laughing. The Angels are just giving us wins here. It was so funny. I mean, what confidence did you guys have with Brazier facing Trout and Otani in the inning after that? Okay, I'm going to here. I was weirdly confident. Yeah. Was I the only one that was laughing? (laughs) I was in my car listening on the radio and I'm like, Dude, he's gonna he's gonna win this, and we're gonna talk about this for the rest of our lives. He made Trout look silly. <laughs> I'm telling my grandkids about the Ryan Brazier experience because that man, him and Pat Light, are cemented in history. Yeah, Pat Light did it in a twenty to one game. You know what's really <laughs> he closed like, it out. What's really clutch it about it though is like they needed yeah, to get Brazier needed to get the. Uh, rookie out really badly because if Trout and Otani had guys on base, dude, we were done. Um, but yeah, that I was just laughing, man. What a funny win! Up two one, and Ort and Brazier are closing it out. Like the funniest Red Sox win in a long time. Sorry, it, it was twenty to two, and then Jeffrey Marte scored. And, and, sorry, it was twenty to two, and then Gregorio Petit scored, making it twenty one to two. Against Pat Light. Pat Light. Dude, Pat, Pat that, Light's intentional walk where he throws it over the guy's head is the funniest thing ever. <laughs> have you guys seen that? Where like yeah. they're doing no, the intentional walk and they that. scored. <laughs> oh, okay. anything you guys have on game three besides that? I think I'm really scared that we're gonna get rid of Ort one of these days because he's not that good, and then he's gonna go to like the Braves or the Rays or the Dodgers, and he just comes out. Top five reliever in baseball it doesn't make sense. I mean, listen, shout out to Ort and Brazier for not even being the worst relievers on this team. So on the defensive side, yeah, I take to be better. Sam, what is that background noise? I'm sorry, I was just listening to <laughs> I was just listening to Stephen Ashworth's commitment. I was gonna ask like are you guys worried about Blyer? He looks like he has yes. nothing up there. Yeah, I'm a little worried. We we skipped but that. Regardless, I think we have Ryan Sheriff can be fine. 
that's why like Isaac and I were talking about this the other day. Like, why is Sheriff not on the team? DFA someone who cares? Let's make this team I thought, better. I thought Sheriff looked good. I think I thought he looked good in the spring. I don't know why we didn't. And does isn't he having good it. numbers in uh the minors yeah. right now? But he's also like way older than everybody down there, so I don't really know how to feel. About yeah, that. so bring yes, him up. He has, he has five innings and only two hits and run, no walks. How many innings has Blair pitched so far this season? Because I don't know if I should be worried like, or if I should just like, like five. The problem with Blair and Vin, you were talking about this with Casas. Like when someone, you can kind of just tell when they look good, even if the results aren't there. Blair's stuff looks like nothing, dude. It looks like Rich Hill. It's bad. Yeah, but it's like it's flat. It's so flat yeah it almost looks like and this is i mean i'm not trying to be rude it literally looks like bp and then his slider like, like hits everybody so i, I mean i don't know, know what it is with him i mean last year dude he was like a machine he didn't walk anybody and he he just mowed down through and didn't strike guys out but he didn't walk them either which is basically what you needed to compliment jolie rodriguez before he got hurt but he hasn't that's, looked Listen, that's like why, like, why year. not Paxton to the pin in the lefty role? We don't owe him anything. We've just been his rehab the, guys. The thing is, though, if you can get Paxton and give you starter innings. with, But then you take really away Houck's innings. Like, that's so dumb, in my opinion. That's why, like, I would love to put Houck in the pin. But, like, do you guys think there's think any the chance they make, do it? I think this team can make the playoffs, man. They could probably run the table. Yeah, but who cares? Say, like, you're not going to win the whole thing, so you're really going to try to make the sixth spot? Yeah, I do. I, dude, they, the, Nationals the Nationals won a ring. As the a Nationals had Soto, Turner, and Rendon. All we have they is had, Devers. They had just lost Bryce Harper the year prior. Or, yeah, the okay, year prior. Okay, listen, listen. Let me ask you a question. Would you rather get the sixth spot and get out in the first round than, and then you lose out on Hauk and he can never be a starter for you? Or actually give Hauk a shot, and then in 2024, you can go full ride, and you can have Hauk, Bayo, Whitlock in that starting rotation. Like, for me, I'd if rather have those guys. All, if we're not going for it all, I want a top 10 pick. I mean, I don't want to be bad, but, like, I'd rather have Paxton to the pin because we need a lefty, and then you actually get development out of Tanner Hauk. But... I, I, they're not going to do that anyways. I More likely, they trade Pavetta and do a six-man rotation. And then, like I said earlier, like somebody probably will get hurt anyway, so the it'll kind of resolve itself. Probably. There's no way that this rotation has all five guys healthy at once. Right. Like I mean, Sale or Paxson might go down tomorrow, and then Hauk will be in the rotation anyway. So not worth fighting over because, I mean, yeah, odds I mean, are it'll happen anyways. Have to, we have to get to the point where this team needs to this team needs to have guys that can go multiple innings in the bullpen. But we also need to see what we got out of Tanner Houck. And I'm comfortable with Houck starting. I'm comfortable with Houck in the bullpen. Whatever they do right. with Houck. But the worst thing yeah, that happens if Houck starts is he's bad and then you know he's a reliever. The worst thing that happens is if he doesn't is you make him a reliever and then you just lost out on a potential good starter. So I don't understand. Yeah, I know. I, I understand. And that's my point. Like but I don't mind if I, they put in the bullpen. I, I would. Yeah, it's just the back and forth stuff probably sucks for those guys. Like they probably hate the that. Odd, if he's the odd man out, he's the odd man out. So you There's you think he's an odd man out over like guys like Paxton, no, Kluber, no. and Pavetta if who aren't? He's the odd man out. He's the like just 
So you're saying like if Just everybody's healthy, if whenever, everybody's healthy whenever, and everybody's dealing, whatever happens happens is what I'm saying. Tatesarasara. Okay. okay. Uh, so on to today's game. Um, socks. I mean, they fa- they're facing Otani, and I wanted Isaac to talk. Isaac, uh, go ahead and talk about what we talked about earlier with the Verdugo thing. Okay, so as we all know, I'm pretty sure we'd all agree on this. Alex Cora just has a thing where if you win the first two out of a three-game series or the first three out of a four-game series, he always loves to put that punt lineup out. And my issue is, why are you doing it against Shohei Otani? Like, why aren't you putting two of your three best hitters in the lineup that you currently only have in Justin Turner and Verdugo? Like, I, I don't get that. That's always annoyed me. He did this in 2021 when it was Zach Wheeler on a Sunday morning and we won the first two against Philly and he benched Devers, Bogarts, Verdugo, JD, and um, I think Vasquez. Yeah. So that's my issue with core. Like, I don't know why you're doing that. And then you lose by one run. And now all I'm thinking about lately is what if Verdugo and Turner played? Do we win that game? What do you guys think? And my, my point is why both of them pick one. Like, if you want to give him a rest, rest Verdugo yesterday and rest Turner today. That's and my this team cannot thing. afford to drop games. Like, I'm sorry, but they can't. They're not the Astros or the Padres or the Dodgers. They just can't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I agree, Overall, I'm I really like, thrilled with the series. It just it just sucks. I feel like he just wanted to lock the series win up, and then he was like, all right, now I got to rest my guys. I don't yeah, think but, really like, you could still win yesterday without Verdugo. We only won by one yesterday. Did Verdugo do anything yesterday? I think I he had remember. two. He had two hits. Or he went on base That's, twice. Okay. He, he was on base for Turner's homer. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, I me personally, know. if I'm in charge, I wouldn't bench both of them on the same day. But listen, there's a reason Cora is in charge and I'm not. So whatever. I mean, yeah. I think he's the perfect manager for this organization. Sometimes he pisses me off, but I am very happy he's my manager. I, I just think he gets too comfortable, like it's 2018 again. Yeah, me it's too. almost like he doesn't realize that like, if this team... like Vin, you mentioned earlier you think this team can make the playoffs. I'm not saying I don't think they can make the playoffs. I think they, I predicted them to win 86 games. Like I think they can get that sixth spot, but I, they're, I, not, I, they're not good enough to drop games like that. They're not good enough to get swept by the Pirates. They're not good enough to lose games they should win. So in in this situation, I'm I'm on I'm with Isaac on this one because I just I hate benching your one and three hitter. Like that's terrible. But, I mean I don't want to sound like a Debbie down or anything, but with all the injuries we have, I, I really don't think we're a playoff team. Um if we were healthy, I, I would think differently, but you just can't afford to, you know, bench those guys when you're in the hardest division in baseball. You're in last place. I don't think we've played horrible. I mean, there's I think we're like the only team in last place Wait, with like an Isaac, eight, we eight, had, eight and nine record. Isaac, we had two terrible series. That's what it is. We had two yeah, we, like, we lost exactly not, seven of our nine losses were in two series. Like we we did not show up for two series. We didn't win some of the games we should have won, and that's why we're eight and nine. But to your point, look at the AL. The other last place teams: four and twelve, three and thirteen, five and eleven, six and nine, and five and eleven. We're eight and nine, and we're last. <laughs> it's nuts. Wait, 
what do we say? Go five and four every ten days. And uh, I mean, yeah. in order to do that, every in order nine games, then yeah, do, do some math, dude. Every five and four every nine. Hey, hey. Well, hey, we hey. didn't we didn't That's go fun. five and four in our second nine games, but hey, I said before the Angels series, if we can find a way to meet at ten and ten, because what we were five and eight, I was like, if we can meet ourselves at ten and ten here and kind of reset. That would be awesome, and if they win I mean, the Minnesota what, series, they're ten and ten. We're eight and nine right now, right? That's correct. Ten and eight, ten and eight, and eight and nine are not that far apart. I don't think we're in a bad position. I don't think we're in a position where we should be worrying about missing the playoffs, especially with. Oh, we're definitely in a position to worry about missing the playoffs. We're missing our best, who was our best hitter. <laughs> I mean, I don't well, think you can sit here and say. Like, no, he's, he's not back coming like, back anytime soon. No, I don't, you don't know people, when Adam Duvall is going to come back. <laughs> people are sitting here on Twitter saying four to six weeks. It's going to be at least two months. Right, he doesn't have surgery, so he's not out for the season at least. Let's, but... talk, let's talk about the Minnesota series. Wait, no, no, yes. no. We have to, we have to Predictions. do a home run, home run update and series MVP and loser. All right, we'll, we'll go quick here. Uh, update, Sam, five and a half, Steven, five, me and Isaac, three, Vin, again, and last where he belongs with one. <laughs> let's do a series. MV- let's do series MVP. Uh, for me, I've been battling between two guys, but I'll, I'll end up going with Garrett Whitlock here. And then I'm going to throw a little like co MVP to Cutter Crawford because he gave us a chance to win and bailed out the bullpen for the Minnesota series. The fact that we didn't have to use anybody else really sets us up nice for that series. So, Cutter Crawford, you get a pat on the back. Who else has an MVP? I'll, I'll go. Um, my series MVP, I'm going to agree with you, uh, with Garrett Whitlock. I mean, the bullpen needed a rest day. He gave you seven amazing innings. Just credit to him. He gave us a huge win when uh, Reed Detmers pitched fantastic against the Red Sox. And then... Same thing with you said of Crutter, uh, co-MVP, because we needed another rest day for the bullpen. He threw six innings, only allowed one hit, by the way. That's crazy. One hit. That's and he uh, did the job to save the bullpen, and he was pumped up. So I'm happy for him, and I'm happy for the club with about that. Yeah. Look, Are we doing series loser? Series, yeah, we will. I want to I, I give a lot of credit to Ryan Brazier. <laughs> like, I like... I'm going to kind of go a little bit off like off the beaten path and give him the series MVP because I mean, Hey, I respect it. I just, for me, Whitlock and Crawford saved that pen. Yes. Yes. Imagine how different we're feeling about this team, this in this series. If trout walks and Otani hits one 500 feet and (laughs) yeah, Or and if they, Rendon throws a baseball, that, we don't like, think it catches interference. Probably what most Red Sox fans expected to happen when Brazier found. <laughs> but well, I thought then, Ort was giving up runs before that. <laughs> like it's crazy. Um, uh, but I'm gonna, gonna give say, him my series MVP because I think he deserves a lot of respect. Hey, I respect it. Good pick, Vin. What you got? I was going to say Whitlock, but you guys both held it down with Whitlock. And then I was like, all right, I'll go with Cutter and be different. And then you guys both gave it to Cutter. And he gave it to Brazier. So, you know. I mean, Devers hit two homers, so you, you can go to him. No, 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 no. 
Devers, 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 Devers. I know Those who he's going to go with. We know exactly I'm, where he's going. Somebody if you say Jaron Duran, I'm in. Mute him before he says it. If you say Duran, you're off the podcast. It's not Duran. How not, dumb can you be? It's I know Caleb who he's going to say. Kick him man. off the podcast. <laughs> hey, he set us up perfectly for a two- one win right there. He looked like Junichi Sazawa. Dude, get, give the series MVP. Give the series MVP to Brett Phillips if you're gonna do that. <laughs> All right, I'm, gonna really know. Know. I'm gonna give. It, I'm gonna give it to Devers because he's the anchor to this lineup. And if you guys are gonna give it to the pitching side, I'm gonna give it to the offensive side and go with Devers. Yeah, he was amazing. All right. series, right, series loser. I'm going with two guys, and they're both on the other team. Number one, Rendon, you make that much money? Actually play baseball, you idiot. Number two, Brett Phillips, nicest guy in the world. If you weren't nice, you would not be employed. Um, why are you getting picked off as a pinch runner? Thank you to those guys. You are the series yeah. losers. Brett you guys Phillips, suck. series loser. All right. <laughs> My series losers, uh, one for each team. Uh, Anthony Rendon, first, first candidate and... Secondly, I'm going to go Christian Arroyo. Um, even though we won the series 3-1, to one, he's just been playing awful baseball. His at-bats are very uncompetitive. He makes weak contact. And he could tell he's frustrated, and I do feel for the guy. But when this is your sh- uh, opportunity to shine at second base and you're just not performing, you're having bad at-bats, your playing time is going to decrease. And um, I would not be surprised in the Twin Series if he gets one or two days off. It's crazy how bad he's been, and his batting average is like he has more hits than like a lot of guys on the team. Ven, who's yeah. your loser? Ven, are you alive? No. Yeah, my bad. Okay, I who's, who, out for me. Who, who's your loser? Um, for the Angel side, I was gonna say Rendon, and they're catching fundamentally. Yeah, that's a good that's one. Just that just can't happen. Whatever that was. And Listen, for ours, throw a... Go ahead. Oh, I just, I was just gonna say, throw a uh, a co MVP also to Yu Chang. I mean, nobody expected that out of him. Isaac, can you hear can me? You ch- yeah, yeah, I like okay. that. Okay, everybody went silent. So I was like, "What's happening?" Um, yeah, throw it, throw a coda Yu Chang. Um. All right. Do you guys want to do uh, Homer predictions or series predictions first? Homer. <clears throat> okay. Uh, you start. Um, I will start, and I will. Wait. Do, go... do you need me to remind you of who you have? I know who I have. I have it all written down. Okay. There you go. And I'm taking Tristan Casas. Idiot. Okay. All right. Huh? Um. <laughs> that was also my pick, Sam. Like, I literally thought about this two hours ago, so I am also yes. going with Tristan Casas. Everybody do it because he's guaranteed not to homer, and then I can. you guys won't get points. This is awesome. He's, All right. He's facing <laughs> three righties. Exactly. And the can Minnesota I, right can, field is short. Can I be honest with you? What? I was going to pick Casas until you guys said it. <laughs> now I'm not. You and by the way, they're, they're not in Minnesota. Um, So that's. Uh, oh, that's thing. right. I forgot. And no, I'm not gonna pick him. Remember with the Devers thing? I'm not risking like everybody tying. I don't care. Uh Vin, who's your pick? I'm actually going with Devers. He was he's been hitting the cover off the ball. And we got the righties. 
he's about to have a really nice series. Damn and that it. short porch, dude, he's going to hit some straight. Hits. Why do you say short porch? They're in Fenway, guys. <laughs> oh, wait, um, I, I thought they were in Minnesota. Uh, same thing. That's what I thought, too. Yeah, no, they're in Fenway. Uh, I was going to remember, I said I'm not going to repeat, but Vin is in last and never has a chance to get first in this anyways because he sucks at this game. So it doesn't really matter if I pick (laughs) Devers. So I'm also going to pick Rappy because I haven't picked him for my second pick yet. Uh, A reminder, I think, Vin, you still need a two-pointer this month. Um, I think Sam, Isaac, and I all have one. We'll have to get Steven's pick later. I took it all back. We'll have to get Steven's pick later, and I'll tweet it out. But all right, those are the Homer predictions. Um, Dude, Sam's still in the lead. Yeah, go for it. The most frustrating thing ever is that Turner hit a Homer the week after I picked him. Well, I also, picked it twice. Yeah, you got you have to have better intuition, Vin. There's a reason you're in last. Come on, man, give me a break. <laughs> Try my best here. I got. I you. picked That's him twice right. in three series. Well, listen, I I picked Duvall twice in a row, and he got me too. So that was that was clutch. I need I need Rafi to give me a couple here. Um. All right, on to series predictions. Sam, you can start us off. I think we're taking two out of three. Okay, Isaac. I'm comfortable with the with the way this team is playing. Um, what are the pitching now? matchups? I it's, saw him. It's I, Sale Gray. Oh, oh, whoa, whoa. I saw Minnesota this weekend at Yankee Stadium. I went to two of the games. Um, their lineup is okay. Um, they obviously had that ridiculous first inning, but then that was after, but then after that, they scored like two runs the rest of the game. Then they basically hit like shit the rest of the series. Correa had the series of his life, right? Sam, did you see any of the three pitchers we're facing here? I saw Joe Ryan, and yes, he he's he's pretty darn good. And he's I saw Isaac, Isaac made the point that we hit him well at the in September last year or something. And I saw Mally, and he pitched fine. I he was not very economical. I think I think these are good pitchers, but they're not great pitchers. Lopez right. is a great pitcher, and we avoid him. Right, and I, I to me, and correct me if I'm wrong or whatever your opinions are here, but I think the most important thing in this series, outside of our lefties finally getting to face righties, this is a huge start for Chris Sale to get back on track, in my opinion. Yeah, you can't have four bad starts in a row. If he can go out there, I mean, he was fine in Detroit. If he can go out there and go like five innings, one run, it's going to be huge for his confidence moving forward. Agree. Isaac, what's your uh, prediction in the series? Uh, can you state the pitching matchups, all three of them? Sale Gray, Ryan Kluber, Mally Hauk. Okay. I think the Twins take two out of three here. Ooh. It's a tough one, Isaac. Vin, what do you got? I want to be optimistic and say we take two out of three because Sale comes back hammering out of straight disappointment and anger with himself. But if he comes out and he can't produce in his fourth start and it comes out as his fourth bad start in a row, they're probably taking two out of three. But I want to say that we have a chance to take two out of three. I don't expect this to be Joe Ryan, though. I think we lose that game. 
Yeah, Kluber Ryan seems like kind of a mismatch there. I know Kluber has been a little bit better, but uh, I'm going to say two out of three, which is probably bad for the Red Sox because I've gotten them wrong like every time. When I predicted sweep the Pirates, they got swept. I predicted three out of four against Tampa, they got swept. And then the Angel series, I predicted one out of four and they won three out of four. So if I'm predicting the Sox to do good, they probably will suck. So I'm still going two out of three. Um, anything else you guys have from this series or the next series or around the league in general? Anything stood out to you? The race Garrett finally Cole. lost. Garrett Cole. Yeah, he's dude, really he's so good. good. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, we gotta talk about how good he's been and has he played he- the AL East though? Uh he played the Jays, right? I feel like no, he- no. Did he pitch against the Orioles? No, he didn't. I don't think yeah, he did. He faced, he faced the Giants, Cleveland, Philly, and the Twins. Yeah, and he, so he has a he I mean, has, he's been awesome, but he, hasn't he has a the point. Aliens. He has a point nine five ERA, a one point nine one fifth. Um, we also know, the the runs he gave up, Sam, were on that Aaron Hicks controversial play too. I want to talk about Brett Beatty, who's been killing the ball for Syracuse, and he's coming up to the Mets. Um, the Mets have been a little weird this year. I think they'll be, I think they'll figure it out. Um, figure out. Oh, they, I think they'll figure out their problems, but they've still won ball games. Um, How about think- the Rangers for taking care of the Astros without Seager? That was impressive. Yeah. Oh yeah, have you guys seen Tatis? Yeah, yeah, he's dude. Been... He's in like eight overs and twelve at bats. He has seven home runs and thirty three at bats. That's that's otherworldly, dude. His OPS is eighteen oh two. Is it safe to say that he's not a minor league player? I don't know. He's a pretty, pretty good prospect. Yeah, yeah. Padres got. You never know what prospects though, so who knows if he'll be good. Um, Maybe. Other, other guys that I've been impressed by so far. Um, well, I would, I would have said Zach Neto, but like he came up to the big leagues. Yeah. Uh, Neto was no reason. Neto was doing really, really well um, in double A at Rocket City. Um, I Do you think yeah. Luisa Rise could bat 350? Yeah. Oh, without the ship. Yeah. yeah. Dude, this guy drop. is nuts. Why did they trade? I mean, I know Pablo Lopez is really good. It was a win-win trade. Guys, yeah, Chase Mydroth, probably the best start to the season in the Red Sox system. 364 with 11 walks. Sorry. Wait, can you repeat Six- the name? Chase Mydroth, 364. He was a fourth-round pick last year. 364 what with level? 11 walks at high A. He's 21 years old. He has an 11... 33 OPS and a 588 on base percentage. Please tell me he's right-handed. He is. He is right-handed. Thank God. We finally Pass. got a righty. He yes. doesn't have much power. He's 5'9". Um, but I like him. He can be really good middle infield guy. Um, how's uh, how's Shane Drohan look? Great. Amazing. He's been excellent. Um, I've heard... Ja- oh, Jackson things. Holiday has been incredible. Yes, yes. I saw that too. I he's think gonna be so he might, he's probably a top 
10 prospect in baseball, probably even higher. You think are he's we going to hear? Yeah, he's he's definitely better than Meyer. Like Isaac, he, are we going to hear your segment? You every week you always do your uh keeping up with former Sox segments that depresses everybody. All right. Um obviously Hunter Renfro uh had a two-run double in the first game and then a three-run homer this game against his former team the Red Sox. Um Alexander still hitting, uh no homers though. Like no homers in these recent games. Yeah, I got you. JD Martinez has actually been slumping lately. Uh, I looked him on Fangraphs. It's kind of a little worrisome, but he has a five percent walk rate and like a thirty-four, thirty-six percent strikeout rate. Waka got shelled his last start against. If I could recall, who was it against? Yano. I, I forgot. Let me check. Oh, who was it? Well, it was Milwaukee. Yes. He got chilled against Milwaukee yeah, at Petco Park. Ben Intendi yeah. hasn't been great. He's batting 275 with a 650 OPS. No power. The one guy I want to discuss had... is Willie Mopena 2.0 and Franchi Cordero just going off for the Yankees. And I love the guy, but any... it annoys me. He didn't me. do anything in the twin series. He yeah, did he it. didn't. You're right. He, he didn't like do anything to me. Me and Isaac did like... a pod together last time and it was he went we like one for 12 with like six he, seven he has out. he has a 126 wrc plus with a 50 percent ground ball rate 31k rate and five walk rate we should have kept him over casas <laughs> you're crazy <laughs> v- veto yeah yeah. No, what I told I Isaac want to is down talk Caleb board again. What I told Isaac is I don't really care because I know uh Cordero is going to be bad at the end of the year. Yeah, Franchi's. Oh, yeah, no. yeah. Um, I also want to say um I've been impressed with David Hamilton. Yeah, I've heard a Me lot too. about him. Nick York is walking a ton. Cutter Coffee's been good. Players that I have been disappointed by so far. Um, Sedan Rafaela has not been very good, although he's walking more. Um, Blaze Jordan, Edinson Paulino, Matt Lugo, and to an extent, Meyer. Can I can I uh, change my Cy Young prediction? Yeah, go ahead. So there's been a interesting man um, in the National League. You guys know him. Dustin May. He has looked disgusting this year. I mean, he's back, and he's he's been unbelievable. Dustin, we sleep in May. He is pretty good. But um, his, his numbers this year have been solid. But... Like, 1.4. I, he he just looks so good to me when I watch him. I get that, but I he, wish we could. I have, he's also striking out only seven. He's only striking out seventeen percent of batters. His called strike plus whiff rate is at twenty one point seven. I think there's. I, I I I'm. I'll stick with a couple other guys in that conversation. Oh, can we also talk about how Luis Castillo has been? Oh my God, so that dominant. start was crazy, Nailed. dude! Nailed. So dominant this year. How many pitches did he have when he was throwing that perfect game before he let it up? I don't know, but um, like, did he have a chance? I also, to go? Talk, 
Um, I want to give another shout out Nick Lodolo of the Cincinnati Reds. He's good. Um, he's been really good so far this year. Yeah. Oh my God, Fangraphs has a section for violations. <laughs> Sam, how would you feel? So Jack Flaherty has been pretty good, and I think he's a free agent. Do you think he's an arm we could pursue this offseason? No. Why? I would he's not throwing, like him in Fenway. He's throwing 89 miles an hour. He and is? He, he has bad command. Oh, I <laughs> didn't know his I didn't throwing, know his velo was that bad. I saw I, I saw okay. He's he's averaging 93, but he's been sitting, but he's been pretty low at times. He can't command at all. In three starts, he has 14 walks. Um he's only he's given, given up like three runs. He's given up 15 free base runners in 15 innings. Yeah, that's not great. That's not great at all. Yeah, I was just kind of looking at the pit. Like, I don't know who. I don't think we get Noel. I don't think we get Urias. I don't think we get Giolito. So I'm just kind of trying to see what starter we might go after. I think we get Nola. I think there's a chance we go at Nola. Who else do I want to give a shout out to for how well they've been playing? Caleb Orr. No. James Outland. <laughs> another another young red starter. Um Hunter really, Green. really been good this year. Oh, Kevin, Go- Kevin Gosman's pitched Kevin Gosman's pitched twenty innings and three starts, and like nobody else is doing that. Are you talking about uh, Ashcraft? I, I I mentioned Ashcraft. Yep. Oh, Max Fried is back today. Yes. Did you guys see that? Dude, the Braves are so good. Is this his first start back, guys? Uh, Matt Chapman still leads the league in WRC plus. Brandon Marsh is in the top five. He's been really good. Um, How many games are the this Braves team gonna win? Like they're getting Max Freed back, and like they're already twelve and four. Let's also um, shout outs to Francisco Lindor, Kyle Isbell, and Teoscar Hernandez for leading the league with five DRS already. We're getting Teoscar Hernandez this offseason. Honestly. If he's a, if he keeps up this defense and if he puts up like thirteen DRS with a one twenty WRC plus, that's like a five and a half WAR season. Dude, he he's the right handed bat we need, bro. We're not gonna get Duvall back. We need Hernandez. I would sign Teoscar if Teoscar Hernandez puts up like twelve DRS this year. I would give him like twenty million plus. We all listen. We all know we need another right-handed bat, and that would be a great place to look. Yep, I would love. Who do that. you think? Do you think so? The Braves are twelve and four. I know the Rays are fourteen and two, but do they're going to the go one hundred and fifty-eight and four. Do you think they're the best team in baseball right now? Yeah, Braves and Rays. I mean, they've won six in a row, and they haven't even had a Max Freed. So, like. I think they're going to run the National League. Braves and Rays, two best teams in the sport. I know that Padres are getting Tatis back, but I don't think the they're going to win as many regular season games I'm as people sorry. think. I'm sorry. The Padres are not good. <laughs> they're they're really not as the good who? as people think they are going to be. They're, they're not good. But their Padres? pitching is very suspect. I do agree they with that. They were never going to be good. People fell for them because they had a lot of big names. Star Listen, power. they're they're gonna they sell no tickets. Depth, no depth on that roster whatsoever. They're eight and nine. They're just like us. They're gonna sell tickets, but I listen. 
I am not going to be surprised. I know this Dodgers team is thinner than usual, but if the Dodgers win the division again, I'm not going to be surprised like a lot of people are. Surprise? The Dodgers should be the overwhelming favorites in that division. Oh, but they're not in terms of, like, fans. The Dodgers have a plus 18 run differential. Everyone else in that division is negative. Corbin Carroll went deep off Sandy. That was cool. Yeah, Corbin Carroll is unbelievably legit. Oh, I yeah. Think, I've been I think the biggest players. pretender so far is the Milwaukee Brewers. I don't think they keep this up. I agree. What are they you talking are, about? They've, they've been really good so far. Yeah, they're Vin, they're 11 and 5 and I'm just saying like of the oh, teams off oh. to a good start, I think the Brewers are the biggest pretender out of I don't think they make oh, the playoffs. Okay, no, I agree. They, they're not 11 and 5. They're going to be as good as we thought they were. Who'd you say? I'm sorry. What do you think the Cardinals are going to end up doing? Oh, I think the Cardinals win the division. I think they've just gotten off to I a agree. slow start. I agree. Um, and you know what? I, I actually don't think it's going to be that close. Okay, can we talk about how Oakland already has a negative 63 <laughs> run differential? Dude, the 3 and 13. It's so bad. They got a negative 63. Move them to Vegas, dude. Come on, this is getting out of hand. I mean, the Royals are just as bad. No, the, the Royals are not just as bad. The Royals' run differential is negative 28. The Royals have given up 43 fewer runs than the, than the A's in the same amount. Dude, and that poor, I really feel bad for the uh, Japanese guy they got because his stuff looked good, but he just gets wrong. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I wish Vin, you're really laggy. Sanga. Yeah, I mean, in terms of... Are Why? you talking about Sanga? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, how how do you think he's looked so far? He needs to get... He needs to command, but, oh, man, he's stuck in the left. He looks great. I still wish what, we got Sanga. <laughs> what do you think... What's been but, your biggest surprise this year in terms of a team? The Brewers. For me, it's the Rays. I think winning thirteen in a row, I I would have never called. That. I'm not. I'm not surprised. <laughs> I, I am. Yeah, I'm no, still dude. Surprised. I just, thirteen in a row is not the Rays. Okay, there's no way you'd ever think they win thirteen to start the year. Well, no, I but I, didn't think they were I knew they were a playoff oh, team. <laughs> I knew. That, I knew they were going to be really good. Yeah, I mean, nothing's that surprising in the AL East in terms of like, you know, you have the. Yankees and the Jays at 10 and 6, which is like, you'd expect that. Sox and Orioles around 500, you'd kind of expect that. The White and Sox are off to a slow it. start again. That's concerning. That's ex- No, it's expectable. I, ex- I knew they'd suck. I gotta go. All right. I'm surprised by the Marlins 8 and 8 to start off. It's not too bad. I thought they'd be a lot worse. I don't think. I mean, that's not to me. That's not too surprising. Uh, all right. Anything else you guys want to hit on? No, I think that's. I think it covers it all. Isaac, just happy about the series win. That's all. Yeah, good series yeah. win. Very happy. Um, series ends on Thursday, so we'll do another one Thursday afternoon. Um. So, yeah, hopefully the Sox can win the next series. And uh, 
I, I love the positive podcast. So go Sox. <laughs>